don't think we want to be alone. And I think we sacrifice so many things that we want to see happen because we are so afraid of the thoughts of others that we're sitting down and we're not moving and we're not going in the direction that we know that we're called to move in because we're just paralyzed by that thought. You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. Step up, stand out, step forward. What? Guys, I'm actually bringing a team call that I actually just did for my teammates that there was such a profound response to it that I thought, oh, I'm going to bring this to my podcast listeners because I feel like they've got to hear it. They got to experience it because it was just, man, the responses were just great. And so I'm really excited to share with you guys today, especially following the next thing is now. If you can't tell already in this season two, I'm taking you on a journey. We're going on this journey together. And I think what's so cool about when you're blazing a trail, when you're stepping forward, when you're doing something new, when you're shifting, when you're on this path, when you're in the process, when you're truly in something, it's going to look like energy forward. It's going to look like big ideas forward. It's, and then there's going to be moments of pause. There's going to be moments of pause and reflecting. There's going to be moments where you get lost in the sauce and you can't see your way <laughs> and you're, you're running in circles and you're overthinking everything, but then somehow you're going to find your way back to the next step and the next step and the next step. And I truly feel like that's what In It Season 2 is for anyone that's listening. For me, we are blazing some trail forward here. I ain't where I, I'm not where I was. <laughs> I ain't going to be where I'm at yet. <laughs> I, ain't go, I ain't where I'm going to be. I'm somewhere in this in between. And that's what season two is. We are, we are on a path somewhere and I'm taking you with me. And uh, it's quirky. It's a really quirky season and I love it. Um, so if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the, to the trail being blazed before you as far as me creating content for you. <laughs> but today I want to talk about stepping up, standing out and stepping forward and why this is so important for this particular time. Okay. Who right now who is listening to my show, maybe you are in a transition season. Maybe you have been feeling like you're not where you're where you thought you'd be. You're not where you were. That's a lot of what I talked about in my last episode. The next thing is now. If you haven't listened to it, go back. It might help you um, have more context for this episode. I feel like they're building on each other. But I talked a lot about transition and I talked a lot about being in transition seasons and feeling like, you know, we're so caught up as a society and like, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And sometimes it can just be like, man, we're just kind of sitting. We're just waiting. We're just, we're hoping we're, we're kind of feeling like we've been in a process We're we're wanting something new. We're wanting something fresh. And maybe it's been something that not only you have deeply longed for, you have worked over, you have agonized over, you have really been trying to get where you're trying to go. And you might feel like you have just been running in circles. You might just feel like you have been running some rat race and you're tired and you're confused and you're like, is anything like working? Is anything moving forward? And I think what ends up happening is when I talk to 
you in the last episode about reaching this place of recognizing that that striving and the endless pursuit of more to fill a current need is never going to work for us, we get to a point where we kind of just lightly, hopefully, we'll get to a place where we kind of you know surrender to that process. At least that's where I've been. I've been in a process over these last two years that have just been insane. But I, but what's been even crazier is the last six months. I had a conversation with a friend the other day where I was like, I cannot believe how much I've changed since January. Like from January to now, I'm a completely different human being. <laughs> and it's pretty unbelievable to just see how quickly things have turned. And I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to talk a little bit about once you get to that place of maybe things are starting to turn, maybe you've kind of surrendered the chase. Maybe you're seeking a little bit more contentment and you're still longing, searching all the things. Maybe you're there now where you're like, cool, I'm not doing business practices the way I used to do before. You know, maybe I was in just this endless grind, this endless strive and, and, and I've released that. Okay. Maybe I've let go of the striving season. Okay. Maybe I'm going at a little bit of a slower pace. Okay. Maybe I am finally content in my worth in who I am without X, Y, and Z approvals, titles. Maybe you've been doing that work and now you feel like you're getting to a place where you're ready for advancement. You feel like the process has like really happened and you're coming to things from a really grounded place. That's who I want to talk to today about why it's so important to step up, stand out, and step forward. Because I think what ends up happening is if we've been in such a process, sometimes we can allow the process to define our voices. It can define where we think we're going, and it can be very confusing to know those next steps because you don't want to repeat the patterns of the past. You want to change. You want to be different. You want to go in a different direction than maybe you have been. So there's this hesitation that I think naturally occurs because we don't want to repeat cycles but we also don't know really how to move forward because we've only ever done things in a certain way and we're learning in real time. And I think that at least what's happened in my life is I have gotten to a point where, okay, I've gone through this process. I have been broken <laughs> through this process. I have been bent over, spanked all the things a hundred times. My ego has been destroyed. I have literally submitted myself <laughs> to to it because I fought for a long time. That's going to be another episode, I think, maybe about just like submitting control. <laughs> but I tell you what, you know, I, I fought it. I did all the things and I got to this place now where I'm like, cool, I'm in a grounded energy. I'm not striving my worth is secure. I feel confident in my giftings. And yet there is still a slight hesitation to show up fully because of fear, the past, the what nows. The, those questions I think can emerge during this time. And I think what's really important is for us to keep it really simple in what we have to do. I think I think when 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 the process be, has become so complicated or arduous or you've gone through a season of adversity or you have been trying every single way strategy plan you follow this person you follow that person you're trying to get information you're trying to watch what they're doing what she's saying and you just overload it to a point maybe you have worked yourself into that place and and you and now you're just like oh my gosh like I don't know what else I could do I don't know what more I could do 
You know, you've, you've, you've hit all of those walls and now you have dealt with that. I think just the amount of the work, the amount of life, the amount of pain, the amount of processing information, the amount of showing up, the amount of social media, the amount of data that you have to encounter on a daily basis. You just get to a point. You just get to a point. I want to help like you zoom back, like zoom back from all of it. And you get to this place where you are ready. You're ready. You're ready for change. You're ready to step out. Your energy is grounded. You're calm. You're good. But you just are like, what now? What I think is I think it's three very simple steps. And I think the very first step that you have to do in order, at least this is what I'm doing in my own life, and it seems to be working so far, <laughs> is that you have to be willing to step up. Okay, what does that mean? I believe what it means is that you need to actually stand. Like you actually need to stand up. You know, maybe life has just hit you. And it's just been a season of feeling like your ass has been kicked from here to Colorado to to all the seven winds. And you're like, man, laying down just feels better. Sitting down feels better. I don't want to step up. I don't want to stand up. But what I want to tell you a little story about that happened to me this weekend is I truly believe that there is a reason why you have to physically get up from where you may be. Maybe you've been laying down. Maybe you've been emotionally laying down. Maybe you've been in apathy. My God, the amount of time I have been in apathy. I think I feel like I constantly swing on a pendulum from anxiety to apathy, anxiety to apathy. I just live on this pendulum where I'm anxious or I'm <laughs> I'm apathetic. And that process has gotten very old. <laughs> and I think no matter where you find yourself on each side, if, especially if you've been in an apathetic place, there comes a moment where I do feel like you need to actually physically stand to your feet. And I want to tell you why. As I'm about to tell you this story, I want you to think about that thing that you're wanting to create most. as Whatever that is for this time, maybe it is more income for your family. Maybe it is a dream that you have that you want to see come to fruition. Maybe it's a trip you've been wanting to desperately take. Maybe it is a vision that you're, like I said, a vision you're trying to bring to life. Maybe it's the belief that there is more. Maybe you're just fighting to get some creativity back, you know, whatever it might be. Okay. I truly believe that you do have to stand up for it, especially if you're coming out of a season where you might've put yourself out of the game for a minute. Maybe you've took a break. Maybe you, you needed to sit for a second and that's okay. But there comes a moment where I do believe you have to stand back up. And I want to tell you this story as you're thinking about that thing that you want to create, why I think it's so important for you to stand up and stand up now. Over the weekend, I went to a, a church conference. If you've been following me for any amount of time, you know that me in a church conference is a very interesting scenario <laughs> because that's not where I've found myself at all in a long time. And I spent this past weekend at a church conference and it was during the church conference that there became a moment. It was incredible. It was super profound. Like every night was so special. And the last night, there was a moment that I want to share with you that changed a lot of things for me. I was actually sitting on the ground. Um, I was sitting on the ground and David was um, sitting up above me. He was like on a bench and I was sitting on the ground and there came a moment that I was actually sitting on the ground because it's very hard for me to sit in chairs uh, because I have spine problems. Um, and 
I was actually just sitting on the ground because it was comfier for me to extend my legs or whatnot. So I was sitting on the, the cold ground. And there came a moment in the night where the pastor asked anybody that was out there if uh, anyone was believing for something, needed prayer for something, if they were wanting you know, X, Y, and Z for them to physically stand to their feet from their seated position. And in that moment, I think I had a second where I was like, you know, do I get up? I think that that's what happens is we might hear a call. We might hear a a, a line being casted out to us. Maybe it comes in a way that we don't anticipate, we don't expect. It comes from a voice that we weren't anticipating hearing, but it's a very direct line that's being thrown out to us, but yet we question it. We question if that's for us. Has that happened to you? Is that happening to you now? Where you hear this direct line, this this call, this this next thing that you're wanting to pursue, this vision that you've been trying to bring bring to pass, whatever it might be, you hear this, you hear this direct call and yet we question it. We go, is that for me? Is that for me? Is that for me? I want to say, friend, that that's so much just humanness, I think, because our rational minds are always going to kind of kick in when it comes time for a big moment, you know? <laughs> our bodies are just trying to keep us safe 24-7. And a lot of times what when we're stepping up, that's a moment where we're kind of stepping out from a place that maybe feels seemingly secure. And I kind of looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, do I stand up? And I didn't, I didn't want the attention. I didn't want to feel like people were looking at me. And I think that that, that right there could be the crux of why so many people don't actually stand up and go after the things that they want is I think that deep down, they're just afraid for the eyes to see them, for eyes to be on them, for people to be looking, for people to be seeing them. They may want something. They may have this vision, this dream so intense of what they want to have happen, but the thought of people seeing them in the process is just a lot to handle because if I stand up and I'm alone, what does that mean? Like if I am by myself right now, I'm the only one in this room. Oh, am I the only one that has problems? Oh, am I the only one that has needs? Oh, am I the only one that's ambitious? Oh, am I the only one that wants to go get something done? Is it just me? Am I alone out here? Am I alone out here? I don't think we want to be alone. I don't think we want to be alone. And I think we sacrifice so many things that we want to see happen because we are so afraid of the judgment and the opinions and thoughts of others' eyes on us judging our lives, judging what we're doing, judging what we're not doing, that we're sitting down and we're not moving and we're not going in the direction that we know that we're called to move in because we're just paralyzed by that thought. And I had a decision in that moment. I had a choice whether I would submit to that thought or if I would actually stand up for myself and for the things that I actually wanted to see happen in my life, for that prayer that I had been praying for, for that thing that I wanted the most. He asked me to stand. Was I going to do it or not? And it was so bizarre how my brain is literally like a camera. My brain is truly like a camera. <laughs> I guess that's why I'm a decent photographer, okay? So anyway, all that to say, I looked down at my feet and suddenly, I don't know if you've ever seen like a really wide angle lens, but the, the lens kind of distorts when it's wide. It, it starts to distort the, the peripherals of the, of the glass. And so when you're looking through a really wide lens, the, 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 the sides start to get like out of focus and just kind of like wobbly looking and long. And that's what it looked like when I looked down at my feet is I felt like I was watching myself through a 24 millimeter lens and I'm looking through it and my feet are standing up. And in that moment, all I saw was my feet. All I saw was myself getting up. 
I actually didn't see anyone on the peripheral. I actually didn't see anybody around me. I just saw myself standing up for what I wanted most. And what I realized in that moment was that the things that we want the most in life, the things that we're desiring, the prayers that we're praying for, the life that we're trying to create for ourselves, whatever it might be, the things that we're asking God for, I believed in that moment that it required a partnership in my physical act of me standing up for what I wanted. It wasn't going to be, I'm going to just sit here on this ground and I'm going to get what I wanted. You know, like I, I felt like there was an act that was required of me in that time. And that when I boldly stood up for what I wanted there, that was me partnering in the prayer. That was me partnering in the desire. That was me partnering in the thing that I wanted to, to receive and the thing I wanted to see. I wasn't just letting the, the situations around me. I didn't let the people influence my actions. That was a physical act of me being like, hey, I'm partnering in this desire. And I think some of you right now need to realize that the thing that you're wanting the most, there may need to be a physical stepping up and standing up for, for you to be able to see that thing come to pass, that you have to actually partner in and say, hi, me, me. I want, I want this for myself and I'm going to stand up for it. Here's the cool part. Okay. Here's the cool part. When I stood up, I closed my eyes because I was praying. And I was like hoping for that thing and praying for that thing that had just been something that I had been asking God for for a long time. And I stood up. And when I did, he said, hey, if, if you're around anyone who's standing right now, would you go and pray over them, pray with them? And my eyes are closed, so I can't see anything. And you want to know what was so profound and so crazy? As I was standing there, all of a sudden my eyes are shut and I just started to feel these like multiple hands putting their hands on me. And like, I heard the audible prayers around me and I felt all these hands come around me and actually pray over me. And you want to know what's so neat. And what I think is for you is a lot of times your vision, the thing that you want to create is so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than you, but we think it's only about us. We think what we want to make happen is only about us. And that's why we get so stuck in our silos. And that's why we get so stuck in not getting up because it's all about us. But when we actually stand up, we're giving people permission. We're actually giving people a pathway to say, hey, I'm going first. I want this too. And then suddenly people are clued in to it and your people are somehow finding you. They're part of what you're wanting to create as well. They're there. The, the people have to see who they want to partner with, which is going to lead me into my next point. But I thought it was so profound and so cool that these people came around me that had I been sitting, had I been sitting, do I believe that I could have still prayed to God and he would have heard me? Do I, do I believe that, that anything would have been voided by my act of not standing? No, I think that it would have, I would have had that equal opportunity for the same thing to possibly come my way but those people wouldn't have been able to see me and they wouldn't have been able to find me. They wouldn't have been able to encourage me in that moment. And they wouldn't have been able to partner with me in that moment. That was only able to happen through my act of standing. And some of you right now are looking for your people. Well, they can't find you because you're sitting down. They want to come and partner. They want to come rally. They want to encourage you. You're looking for friends. You're looking for business partners. You're looking for whatever, but they can't find you because you're sitting down. It doesn't change the fact that the, what, what you want is available to you. It's just that they can't see you because you're sitting on, you're sitting down. You got to get up. You got to stand up, which leads me into my next point of standing out. You can't find your people if you're trying to be like everyone else doing what everyone else is doing. And a lot of times, gang, I'm just going to say it. People are influencing us 24-7 for good or for worse. 
They are, if you allow, if you allow it, if you allow it. And I think a lot of times we're, 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 we're wanting to create this thing. We're wanting to build something that people want to experience. They want to be a part of. We want to build teams. We want to have, you know, people, you know, we want friends. We want to, we want to build a community. We want to build a vision. We want to build a brand. We want to build something that's going to require other people to participate in it. I don't care if you want to open a coffee shop, a winery. I don't care if you want to sell shampoo. I don't care if you want to, you know, write a record. You, those things are going to be things that people are going to participate in. Well, they can't find you because you haven't owned your unique voice. I'm going to talk about how to own your voice soon, but you haven't owned your unique voice because you're just too busy trying to carbon copy everybody else's voices. You're too busy trying to look at what she's doing, what he's doing, and how you're going to be like them and how you're going to not be like them and how, what are they saying? Oh, I should go take what they're saying and do what I'm saying. No, no, no. You've now, you've now just carbon copied another voice. So your people actually can't find you because that's not even your voice. That's not even who your voice is. That's somebody else's voice. So they can't even find you. They can't hear you. They can't see you. If you're sitting down, if you're, if you're, if you're not standing out, if you're not owning who you are, your people can't find you. I think the saddest thing about social media is I think it is constantly showing us a message of who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to have. And I think if you don't have proper boundaries in place and enough discipline and confidence in yourself and, and, and your worth, if you are getting on that app every single day and you were looking for your worth on that app, oh my God, you are basically trying to tear yourself to shreds every single day. It is tragic. And people are doing it every single day. They're trying to gum on this app and see where they measure up to all these other people every single day. That is not what that platform is used for. That is not why we are supposed to be creators we're supposed to pull back and we're supposed to create something great, bring it to those people as something that they can participate in, engage in, be inspired by, be educated by, not so we come in every day and we measure ourselves up and then feel like shit. That is not the point. And if you're constantly trying to be like X, Y, Z, because you think they have something that you don't, you will never stand out. You will never be able to be set apart and your people ain't going to find you and what you want to make happen ain't going to get done. You got to stand out You've got to be willing to stand out. Can you step up? Can you stand out? Can you let people see you for your difference? Not the similarities. What's so what's so amazing to me is in, in my company, you know, there's a lot of people selling the same products, the same things, the same stuff. We're all selling the same things. We build the same teams. What makes us different from each other? It's us as the individual, right? Maybe right now you're you're in a field or an industry where you have a you're you've got a lot of competitors. What makes you different? One of the biggest compliments that I always receive from people is I've created my team is we're, we're the grit culture. That's our team. We have a whole thing. We have a brand. We're a whole vision. And what I get all the time is your team isn't like anyone else's. I'm so obsessed with what you've done with your team because your team isn't like anybody else's. You think I did that just for an accident? No, I, I did that on purpose because I wanted my people to find me. The people that align with grit culture align with me. <laughs> so I want to magnetize them to me because I want to stand out and separate myself from everybody else. There's no shade being thrown. I respect their vibe, but it ain't mine. And I got to own mine so that my people can find me so that we can go build what we're trying to do together in unity. Does that make sense? You got to stand out. You got to be willing to stand out and you got to be willing to do it even if your voice is shaky. A lot of people might be hearing me talk, well, good for you, Lindsay. You have all this confidence in your voice. Yeah, that took me six years to develop the muscle, the muscle of talking, the muscle of talking, the muscle of talking. And you want to know what? I still struggle with it even to this day. Don't mean I don't do it, okay? You got to stand out. You got to be willing to stand out and be set apart. 
Okay. And then the last thing for today is you got to be willing to step forward. Can you step forward? You got to stand up. You got to stand out. Can you step forward? Because you can get up and be in the same place. You can stand up and be in the right same place. Standing up is just the first act. Standing out is the second. (laughs) The third act is you got to make a step ahead. I believe it's time to turn the page for something new. We have three months to the new year. What the heck? Where is this year going? <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> I feel like I wake up and I just might, the, 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 it feels like everything is on a time lapse and it's so quick, the sun to the setting to the rising. Like I just feel like what time is evaporating. <laughs> what does that mean? The time is now. The time is now, okay, to step forward, to step forward. And I want to leave you with two thoughts. Um, over this weekend at this conference, I was shown a, 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 a graphic and it was how Western culture measures like time. I wish I could show you it, but uh, I'll, I'll post it on my Instagram. But it's a, it's, it's a how, it was a side-by-side comparison of how Western culture measures time versus Middle Eastern culture. And I thought it was so profound. It was almost like how we as Westerners measure time is it's all linear. Everything's in a line. So imagine you see numbers one through seven in a straight line. Okay. It's a straight line. Point A to point B, number one to number seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in this long line. Okay. Us as Westerners say number seven's where we're trying to go. Straight, linear. It's linear. And if we can just get to seven, if we can just get down to the end of that line, number seven, we're going to have made it. We're going to, we're going to, that's where success lies. It lies at the end of the, at the line. Well, then he showed us next to it, a thing called a chiasm from Middle Eastern culture. And if you can imagine a triangle turned on its side and where the point is of the triangle, okay, it's going to go one, two, three, four is the point. And then from the bottom half of the point of the triangle, it's going to go five, six, seven. And that is how Middle Eastern culture measures time in a point. Basically, what it means is it puts the higher emphasis on the number four in the bend versus number seven at the end. Basically, what they are saying is four is the most important number because this is a moment where things turn. This is the thing where, this is where everything turns. They don't look at number seven as I've arrived. They look at number four in the bend, in the, in the line. The bend in the line is where everything is the crux of where you're heading and where you're going. I don't know. Somebody needed that today. And it's like, it doesn't matter what it's been. It doesn't matter where you've been. Right now, this can be your turn. Right now, this can be the most important, pivotal moment where things change for you if you allow it to. Is right now a turning point? I would think it might be because everyone I'm talking to, it feels like there's a turning point here. We're turning a page. We're, we're bending. We're, we're going in a different direction. Suddenly, your life got interrupted for a reason. The season interrupted you for a reason. I didn't, I didn't, I read a quote the other day that said, God didn't bring you this far to make you look like a fool. And that is the banner over my life. <laughs> I didn't come this far to be made foolish looking. Oh, no, no, no. I came this far because this is the turn. This is where my life turns. This is where everything led to this moment. And from here on out, I'm going to step into my greatest days. And I believe you can too, friend. I believe you can too. If I didn't care, I don't do this for money. I don't get on this podcast and talk for money. My show is completely free for you to listen to. 
I don't have any sponsors. I have nobody at this time. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll be different, but right now this is free information. <laughs> I have nothing to gain from you listening to this. This is about you. This is about me passing on the revelation that I've had, which leads me into my last point. This conference rocked me, if you couldn't tell. It was really profound stuff. I will 100% be there next year. <laughs> and I'll, I'll post a link on my Instagram so you can be able to have access to it if you want to come to or watch online. But the last point I wanted to make was one of the preachers, Priscilla Shire, ended with a quote that said, you know, we get to a point where we don't, where secondhand hand-me-down revelation is no longer suffice. You know, maybe we've heard great stories of successes for others. Maybe we have seen evidence that it works for others, which should be enough evidence that it can work for us. And maybe we've held on to that belief for a really long time. Maybe we've seen people get out and have things that we want to make happen. And we believe and we see, oh man, that, that's so great for them. Maybe we're, we're so excited for them. Maybe we're so compelled by them. Maybe we're so like inspired by them. All the things but there comes a moment where secondhand re revelation is no longer suffice. We don't want hand-me-down information. We want to experience it for ourselves. And I believe this is an invitation for you listening today, right now to my podcast, that this next season, make this the pivot season, man. Make this your season. Make this the time for you. Say, this is where I draw a line in the sand. This is where I say that's from before. This is now going forward. And I think that these three simple things are really all that you need to do if you've been in a moment of pause, if you've been in a place of, you know, surrender, if you've been in a place of confusion, if you've been in a place of fatigue, but you're done sitting there, you have to be done. If you want to keep sitting, if you want to keep being in that place, then I don't think this is going to be able to help you. But I think if you've gone through a process and you're saying to yourself, I am so ready to turn this page in health, in healing, in wholeness, and I want to turn a page and actually press on and press into what God has for me in this next time, I think that these three things are all you have to do, friend. I think we have to be able to stand up. Are we willing to stand up? Are we willing to stand up, step up, stand up? Are we available to step out? Are you willing to be misunderstood? Are you willing to use your voice? Are you willing for boldness? Are you willing to give yourself a shot? Are you willing to create differences so that your people can find you? Are you willing to stand out and be willing to stand out for longer than a day or two days? I know it's hard, but we can't, we can't get frustrated when we can't even give it time for these things to come to pass. And I think sometimes we have a lot of confusion around like what that time process actually looks like, because I'll tell you right freaking now, I have been in a process for almost three years, three years. And I feel like I'm just starting to see that door turn. Like I'm starting to see the door present itself. I'm starting to see things turn after almost three years of time. My timeline was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. And I think sometimes we're not even willing to stand out and to go through that process and to be like able for a minute and step forward. Take some steps forward today. Let this be the pivot. Let this be the turn. Let this be the season where it changes. And I believe through God's help, it can be. I really do. I know it's been for me. I just want to encourage you today, no matter what it's looked like, things can change and they can change very quickly with just a few simple things. 
So find a way to stand up today. Find a way to stand out today. Find a way to step forward today. And I think the six-month version of yourself from now, not even years from now, I think just even six months from now, I think that version of you is going to turn around and thank you. I know that this version of me is grateful. <laughs>